0: hello and welcome back to another episode of the say less basketball podcast you are currently listening to episode 22. um we got some more topics this week than normal um obviously we're going to be talking about the playoffs uh, also the zach fulcher as always joined with will donzella muhammad daffleseed uh the squad as usual uh, hit the social media as obvious obviously it's episode 22 if you're not doing it by now i don't know what's going on but um <laughs> but obviously Ooh, that's a foul we're talking about the playoffs right. and then we'll be talking about uh that'll be last playoffs will be last and then we'll talking about um recent coach hirings and firings also talking about ben simmons the issues in uh philadelphia um will the process last stuff like that and then also the uh scotty pippen and kevin durant beef that surfaced this week as well so First off, let's talk about the coach hirings. So recently, there's been a lot of uh, head coaching hirings in the league. Um, The Mavericks recently hired Jason Kidd after they fired, uh, or they parted ways with, I think, Carlisle, and then the Blazers, Celtics, um, Pacers. Uh, So there's a lot of interesting changes that are happening Uh, mavericks also uh uh had a new got a new gm as well so first i want to talk about the mavericks first um gentlemen do you think that bringing in a new head coach and a new gm is going to help them get over the top get past this you know help luca you know get better relationship with them i know it's been hard uh the news has surfaced this this uh this off season after they lost the playoffs that he hasn't a good relations with them. So, do you guys think that hiring a new head coach and a new GM is going to help the Mavericks?
1: Uh, well, I saw that Luca wasn't really a big fan of the GM firing, mm-hmm. um, I forgot his name, but he was with the organization for about 20 years, 20 plus years. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he, I did see that he approved the Jason Kidd hiring. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know a lot of fans, are not really big fans of uh, Jason K as a coach. I'm a big fan of him as a player, so, but I do think he's a decent coach. I think he was a decent coach with Nets and Milwaukee, but... uh,
0: cool.
1: I mean, the coaching wasn't a problem. I think it's Porzingis. I think it was the, the players around Luca that were a problem. So if they address that in the off season and they trade Porzingis or they get Luka a shooter, a second star, like, Something like that, I think they'll be fun. But coaching, I don't think was a, a problem. But obviously, Ricardo took his own decision to walk away from the team. So I want to fault the Mavericks for what happened there. But, um, you know, kids are good coach. Just as long as they address that roster, they'll be fun.
0: That's facts. I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, Porzingis is certainly an issue. <laughs> so we'll see what happens with that. Um, Will, any thoughts on the Mavericks hiring? Oh, my them? God.
2: Dude, watching this game, it's yeah, nuts. Watching. Uh, watching the – yeah, we got Suns Clippers on right now, game four, right? Game four. Yeah. It's the final, final 20 seconds, actually. Paul George just committed a really dumb foul, and then Clippers couldn't rebound. But anyways, for the <laughs> Rick Carlisle, uh, he's stepping down. I, I don't think this is going to answer their problems because I frankly think Rick Carlisle was a great coach. So I don't right. think – losing him is going to help maybe maybe you can find somebody better but it's not to me it's not ideal at first and then obviously firing of the gm it you know if you're not keeping your one star happy here, here's the issue all right the, the mavericks are a hundred percent revolving around luga so if your one dude is not happy you're probably in trouble um and in like Muhammad, you said he approved the Jason Kidd hiring. So I mean, maybe you meant some stuff there, but I, I um, I don't know. I didn't see Jason Kidd do anything fantastic in Milwaukee. I didn't. It's not like I think he's outstanding. I I don't think the issue with the Mavericks is coaching. Honestly, I think yeah. it's personnel. So mm-hmm. yeah, I I honestly would say if anything, this is a downgrade at the coaching position. I think Carlisle is probably a better coach than Jason Kidd. Yeah, I think everybody would agree with that, right? So, but, um, I mean, so, if anything, the team got worse. They got to address these personnel issues. You need somebody else that can handle the ball and can run an offense because Luca ain't going to play AI minutes for a whole year. Like, it's just (laughs) not going to happen. He's going to get hurt. He already did. Um, And I don't wish that on him, but, like, it's just unrealistic. It really is.
1: So, I, you know. I saw that him and Carlisle actually had, like, some type of, like, rift in terms of, like, the way they approached games and stuff like that. So, I don't know if that was the whole reason he walked away, but I did see that him and Luca didn't really see eye to eye sometimes. So, I don't know if that Mm -hmm. was, you know, a big issue uh, for him to just walk away like that. And did you guys also see that the GM that they hired was some, like, uh, Nike VP or something like that. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I don't know what that's What's about. What's the credibility? Yeah, the credibility. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So, but then again, I don't know his history with, you know, other things than Nike. So hopefully My, he does a good job. Right, I would like to know somebody. about that beef. Do you know yeah, anything I, about that? Anything more? They don't go into detail. They just, I just saw multiple reports that said, you know, him and Luca didn't see eye to eye sometimes. That would be...
2: Interesting to me. Cause I honestly when I saw Carlisle step down, the first impression I got was he just he just quit. Like he kinda yeah. just quit on the team. Yeah. Right. That that was kind of the impression I got, especially now that he's already into onto another team. So I don't know. Oh That's a, dude.
0: That's yeah, interesting, yeah.
2: PG just cost him the game. Yikes.
0: Big yikes. Um, but also uh Boston Celtics also recently fired their head coach Brad Stevens, um, and then right after they traded Kimball Walker, which is a move that we've talked about. That probably should have happened sooner, um, but <laughs> they haven't never. Um, so I think the Celtics are still. Are they still looking for a head coach? I believe. Well,
1: Brad Stevens didn't get fired. No, you. no, they, they signed.
2: They signed somebody.
1: He moved up to. Uh, they, oh, he moved oh, up. They,
2: no, never mind. Yeah, he he just moved. Moved off. up
1: to president of basketball yeah. operations, and they uh, hired uh, some guy named Meduka. Um, time right. Yeah. A Aduka. Assistant. I, is that the dude out of the Nets? Yeah, he was a long-time assistant for Spurs. Right. Yeah, um And then he went to I think it was the Bucks. I don't know if it was the Bucks, but then he went to the Nets, and then obviously now he's a Boston Nets coach. So he has he's been a long-time assistant in the league. I heard good things about him, great things. So yeah. one of my co-workers at work actually was a big fan of him. I was hoping they would get hired to a team. So, you know, a lot of people speak highly of him.
0: I just but, looked it uh, up, yeah. Spurs, Sixers, and Nets. So, yeah. Assistant, yep. So it'll be interesting to see uh, who who else he brings into the, uh, the staff with him too. But I think... um you know I, right off the bat i i agree with the kemba trade too um it was not his i mean he he didn't really i feel like uh it, it it's better with al horford i think that they they're really missing a big a certified big man and uh al, uh, horford was obviously on the trade block for the uh for the thunder because obviously they're building towards a younger talent generation too so he didn't fit in that organization um and i think he really fits with this team because he's played with them before and um uh, he knows some of these guys really well, too. So I like this trade, too. I like this hire. I like the, the move up from Stevens, too. Um, I think this is primed for the, for success in Boston, but um, we'll see. They have not lived up to the potential since they went to the Eastern Conference Finals against LeBron, but we'll see. Um, that's my thoughts.
2: Yeah, you, uh, you're a huge Celtics, dude. I can't remember. How many years I, man, in a I row thought, did you say uh, Celtics and the I finals? say Celtics and seven,
0: the and then it never happened.
2: No, it never happened. They're not. I don't know. I um Danny Ainge yeah. is a was a pretty good GM. But the problem with him was he he wouldn't do uh he wouldn't do what needed to be done. Like he wouldn't why? take the risks to win now. He was always so concerned about the future. And they've they've got a good future, but sometimes you gotta go for it in the moment. I wonder if that will be something that uh Brad Stevens will do. Oh as yeah. for coaching, I this is another team that I don't know if coaching was their biggest issue. Brad Stevens is a pretty good coach. I think he's been exposed a little bit more, but like the Celtics' big issue this year was injuries and you know, that happens so it's not an excuse, but it was like we've been over it many times on this show. i provided the numbers. It's like they played like a total of like a hundred possessions with their starting five. it's it was some outrageously low number. So that was their biggest issue um in my opinion will will this set them over the top? i don't i don't know. i don't know if they have the roster to to win the east. i would still uh roster wise i'd still place them properly uh fourth best in the east
0: yeah if they can get everything right
2: if they if they can get everything right because i don't think they're better in the nets i don't think they're better in the bucks and the sixers depending on what happens with the sixers i'm talking about roster not necessarily how how they'll end up playing because i think the sixers are just a joke but uh you know in terms of coaching changes optim- i'm optimistic for this new guy uh, I can't. Re- I don't even remember his name, Muhammad. <laughs> but
1: um, oh, Aduka. He may have Yeah, Duka. Duka.
2: And and he. I mean, coming out of the Spurs organization, there's some not so great history. But maybe he will break the chain. Down. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Boone has broken the chain. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know yet. Yeah. Well, it remains to be seen. I,
0: I, Bruce I'll Brown,
2: Jim yeah. Boylan.
1: Boone so, <laughs> We'll see.
2: You know, fingers crossed.
1: And I think they did the right thing. Up. Yeah. I think I think it was. Kembo.
2: Oh, yeah. oh! I didn't even. Yeah,
1: to, Kemba needed to go. Of course, yeah. Kemba was. It was Perfect. time. And it sucks the that kind of it looks Kemba, like, but I, I liked him. But obviously,
2: I mean, I like him as a player. He just wasn't a good fit yeah. there. Yeah, good fit. When, yeah. Yeah. Because their offense, it was like they so clearly try to run through Brown and Tatum. It's like yeah.
0: he he was just yeah. kind of
2: there for a spot up shooting role, which is not
0: not his game at all. Yeah. That's not
2: him. Not, yeah. That's what Derek Rose became in the Cavs, bro.
0: <laughs> Trying to hold him back. Yikes. Also, so another another head coaching hiring that was interesting is the Pacers, I believe. Yes. Yeah. So, they, they, yeah. Yes. So, okay. They, so the Pacers are actually hiring. Yeah. The Pacers are actually hiring Rick Carlisle as the new yeah. head coach for a four year deal. Um. Which is interesting. I think they, they're getting a great experienced coach. I think that's what they need. Um. And I've always liked the Pacers. I think they're a scrappy team, you know, not a lot of, uh, star player on that roster or, or or names that you know pop out, but they have a great group of guys who are good basketball players. Um so I mean this this I think I like this hiring a lot. Um personally I don't know how good the Pacers chances are with as terms of like, you know, co finals or anything or the playoffs. I mean they could they might make the playoffs um but they will probably yeah if everyone's healthy, true, um, but it's, it's just interesting, you know, to see Carlisle move on to the Mavericks. I mean, move off of the Mavericks onto the Pacers, so. So fast, too. Yeah, so fast. Well, he was a
1: assistant coach, uh, I think, from like 2007. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So he does have ties, and I think, you know, Larry Bird was uh, – is he still the president?
2: Yeah,
1: I believe. Okay. So, yeah, him and Larry did have a relationship, so I think that's why he got hired so quickly. I am kind of disappointed because I did want to see him go to, like, the Blazers or the Milwaukee Bucks. But, obviously, Boone has him in the conference finals, and they have a good chance of going to the finals, so I don't think it would look good on their part to fire the coach after you know, they, they do something like that. But, Trail general, I think would have been a good team for him. Uh, pace is not bad. They're just, you know, like a fourth to fifth seed type team. All right. Not really going nowhere. Yeah. Um, they do have pieces to trade for a superstar, but it's not like someone would actually like sign as a free agent in Indiana. Yeah. But, you know, you don't even know. But, yeah, I mean, they will be a good, decent team, but I don't think they're going to go with to like championship aspirations. Uh, First of yeah. all, Facts. First of all,
2: if the Bucks fired Budenholzer even after this year, I would still support it. Okay, I, I don't care. It. I'm just yeah. I'm I, just saying. I, I know it wouldn't make it. sense. I don't care, man. <laughs> they could have gone eighty-two and zero, and I still would be like, this man is trash. Uh, <laughs> but here's here's the deal with this. I I think this is a great hiring for the Pacers because I think Carlisle is a good coach. Like, okay. sue me. Okay, whatever. I think he's a great coach. Um, but. I think they could be like the Hawks are this year. If the all the pieces fall right, they could somehow make the conference finals. Like if some, if again, you know, KD, whoever, Kyrie, Harden, two of those three or whatever get hurt again, and the net, let's say the Nets make no improvements to their roster that they desperately need this year. And you know, the Sixers are the same team. I think that somehow the Pacers could find themselves in the same position. If the pieces fall that way otherwise i would agree with you they're probably just a first or a second round exit realistically that they can win their first round if they're not like a bottom three seed they can they can win their first round as a fifth or a four seed you know if they're in that one yeah but if they're if they're at bottom three they're probably gonna get smoked um they don't have stars they they don't uh uh, do you want to consider malcolm brogdon a star
1: i guess Maybe. I mean Sabonis is a was an all star this year.
2: Yeah, you're right. Sabonis no, I is a think, star. I, I forgot yeah, about that. I don't that. think
1: he's like a franchise like cornerstone though. And he, he's a great player. player. You got Brock. A good I mean they have a they have a lot they of good have a, pieces. A good piece. Yeah, I'm just saying they're like a superstar way, but they can only trade for one. Yeah, exactly. They'd have
2: to give a, up some of that depth.
1: Yeah, some they're, of that depth. Exactly. They're,
2: the Pacers are the team the Nets want around, like Durant or Harden. They
1: already had that team, but they and, and they Harden. gave it up. I know. Yeah. So
2: that mm-hmm. that's exactly who they are. So they'll, they'll be better. Um, they definitely got better in the coaching position. I mean, Jordi Grand. Bleh. I don't even know how you say that. Um, but didn't do. I think he was just there for like an interim year. Yeah. He was just there for till somebody else came along. And Carlisle obviously has the experience uh there. And I, I mean I trust Larry Legend. So facts. Yeah. I, you know, if he's doing something, I I, I listen, unlike I listen to Scottie Pitt, and you know, we'll get to that. <laughs> oh my god.
0: But, <laughs> oh my god. But uh also the uh Blazers recently hired Chauncey Billups. Take over head coaching duties in Portland. We haven't
1: hired him yet. They're in talks, but it's not. Well, it's it's going to be like tomorrow or something. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So they reported.
2: They have confirmation of it.
0: Yeah. So, supposedly. Right. Yeah. So um, so as we all know, uh, Terry Stotts was recently was was the head coach since 2012 for the Blazers. They parted ways earlier this month um but billups uh so for portland i think they need a head coach that can get them out of the playoff slump as will has mentioned before portland is very very bad at choking um <laughs> uh, i have the numbers right here they have made the playoffs in eight straight seasons but have been eliminated in the first round four out of the last five times including the uh, series lost in denver this year and they lost in six games which is really disappointing so the one time was against the Warriors that they went yeah, further, right? That's right. Okay. Yep. Yeah, but um, uh, Lillard reported that he liked uh, Jason Kidd and Billups. Um, so th- those are the two candidates he really liked. So this is um, a hiring that he likes as well. Um, and obviously, Billups has had, you know, a stor- storied career in the NBA. Five time. Yeah. So he's, they have faith in him, I think. And um, Dame has faith in him as, as well uh, and he has experience. So I, I, I kind of like this hire, especially after this, 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 the, the Stotts firing, um, um I, I they needed head coach that can help them and help Dame, you know, get into playoff success consistently and not be choking like they have been. So I, I'm, I'm surprised Terry wasn't fired earlier, but no, this is uh, obviously anything new is as good and can lead to change. So I'm not going to rant on and give uh, Billups hate just because it hasn't happened. Nothing has happened with the team yet with him. So I-, I could see it being a great hire, but we'll see. That's interesting. Um, Will, Mobbin, thanks. Well, I think
1: it's a good uh, hire. A mm-hmm. uh, lot of, a lot of, chatter about it um, just because of how Dame reacted to them um, exiting a the playoffs this year. Yeah. So I guess it was a good first step in the right direction in terms of keeping him. Um, next step would probably be trading some pieces, whether that's CJ McCollum or uh, Nurkic or, you know, some of their uh, rotating players or role players, I should say. Chauncey is a good longtime assistant in the league. So he has, he does have experience. Um He's an assistant to the Clippers right now, who just lost to the Suns and down three-one. But I think he'll be a good coach. Um Maybe this is the last straw for for Dame, Um Yeah. In terms of like what they do this year, and also who they acquire. I don't know if he wants them to trade CJ and get him like a new running mate, but I would agree with that if they did uh, did do that. But Chances a good uh, pickup, so a good hire, I should say. That's oh, all. Man.
2: Well, yeah, you know I'm gonna have a K- heyday with this, Uh, dude. The Blazers choke, and I don't know if it's a coaching issue. Honestly, I really don't, because honestly, Dame and CJ have played pretty bad in some key games. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say this year. I know Dame had one really bad game against Nuggets, but. But like in, I, I remember especially against the Warriors that one year, and then you know the 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 Pelicans that one year, like they they played really bad. So I don't know who is more to blame. I understand though how you why you would side with the player because Dame is all world. Like he's he's that good. Like he's that he is that dude. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe this will be good. It's new blood. It could be something. Um, could help them. Cause really like you said Zach they gotta stop choking like they need somebody to get them over that hump and maybe it's gonna be Chauncey I don't know we obviously Still
0: don't it know. Wasn't Terry Stotts.
2: Yeah so <laughs> yeah. um but but that brings me to the the issue that I, again with a lot of these teams I see is the bigger problem and that's the roster um I I've said the Blazers have a good enough roster to make it Deep in the playoffs, and I still do think they do just off their starting star power. They really do. Sex, Sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Carmelo, Nurkic, they're they're not scrubs. Dame, CJ, we know that. We know who they are. Um, what's that dude? That younger dude? I forget his name. Uh, shoot, they have some nice, young
1: dude. Nasiel Little.
2: Yeah, is that I? I can't remember. It might Zach Collins. Keep spitting names. Um, Keep spitting names. It uh, might be slam, slam dunk
0: champion. In the, yeah, the Derrick dunk Jones.
2: Conference. Derrick Jones. Um, I think it's little, but Derrick Jones is. They the point is they have a decent roster, but it seems like
1: it's just not. It's their it's defense, not man, it's so weird. It's, their defense is so bad of you. I don't get it. Like they have, they literally uh, have one of the
2: worst defense. I think they have like one of the worst I don't defenses know why, ever. I don't, yeah, I don't know why
0: they let Hassan Whiteside go like that. Now he's just wasting money on the Kings, too. He had a great season with the Blazers, too.
1: Jack would love, Jack would love to hear you say that. Yeah, but he's not here. Validate all his they, fantasy all picks. They literally have three bigs on the roster, and they're all terrible defenders. Man. So I don't understand that. So I don't get why they didn't make a move. Why did they even sign Anis Kanter out of all uh, players? If they let go of Hassan, Zach right. Collins was out for the season. Why would they sign in a cantor who's not really known for his defense? I don't know what other big, uh, big free yeah. agents they could have signed uh, or they could have traded for. But first, they got they got to find a defensive big man, and then obviously Dame and CJ are not really defensive players. So maybe sign a rim uh, wing, uh,
0: yeah, perimeter wing defender. defender. So right, yeah. I mean they signed and, and they got Robert, Robert Covington, Covington too,
1: but he's he can't do it all by himself. He's not like a yeah. game changer. Cool. And that that's why they're
2: yeah, Go ahead. I was just going to say that's why their roster is an issue. Yeah, right.
1: Right. Because I think it was, think it was roster. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Roster, I think it was roster and coaching. Well, yeah. defensive coaching, I should say. A lot of Blazers fans do don't like Terry Stratts, so I will take the word and, you know, believe that it wasn't really. I wonder, the,
2: I wonder if Chauncey uh, will have a more defensive minded kind of coaching style. Because that would help them. Because offensively, they could hang with virtually anybody. I mean, they got oh yeah for sure five. Right. They probably got four or five guys on this team that could average twenty if they wanted. Yep. I mean, Carmelo is not a scrub. People kind of write him off every now and then, but he can
1: still ball out. Yep. Facts. Facts. Facts.
2: Derek. Derek Jones had a few good weeks on my fantasy team, so I mean, he's pretty good.
0: Did they trade uh, that one guy that was really good when? when CJ was down, who was that? I can't remember. Norman Powell. I can't remember. Who no, they got Norman Powell. In the I
1: forgot they, they they traded Norman. They got Norman Powell. Um, who did they trade away from Norman Powell?
0: That's what I'm saying.
1: Right. Uh, it was, uh, oh, yeah, it was Gary Trent Jr. Yeah. yeah Gary who Trent Who was a decent defender. Right. I don't know why bro. they traded
0: away Gary Trent. I forgot about that, That's
1: that's who I was thinking of. That's who I was thinking of. I forgot about him. I can't.
0: I can't believe they traded him away. He was hooping.
1: So the only good, decent perimeter defender other than Rocco got traded away for a scoring guard, which they already had basically three of. Well they uh, they
2: have Rondé how howis Jefferson, he's a decent defender. Yeah, but they don't play him. They they, they don't I was just gonna good. say they don't them play him at all.
1: They benched him and Derek Jones Jr. Who are probably the best defenders other than Rocco. That just, yeah. okay. That has to be right, so coaching. maybe that that's coaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah that would yeah. be coaching. I guess it might be more about oh, coaching. Good lord, bro. bro. That's stupid.
2: But either way, they still they still gotta add another defensive. You need Chauncey, a defensive wing.
1: Chauncey was a uh, part of those. You know, distance, defense, yeah, distance that's what distance. I'm saying. oh, yeah, for sure. I think he's, I think he'll fix up the defense.
2: He, he's sure. going to get in and make them dodge wrenches.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we better, hope. We better hope. Um, interesting coaching segment. Uh, any mm-hmm. last comments about coaching? Any head coaching? Any other hirings?
1: Do you guys coaching. have any teams you think that should fire the coach? Oh, mm, I do know question. that. Well, I forgot that the Wizards um Scott Wizards left
0: Scott. Oh, and then right. Orlando,
1: Steve Clifford.
0: Yeah.
1: So they do have those opening positions, but those are probably teams that are gonna go into a rebuilding phase. Yeah. Again. Um <laughs> uh, yeah, again.
2: And <laughs> never left, <Cool>. bro.
1: <laughs> Orlando, Orlando Loki has a decent squad, just injuries to key players over the years have been hurting them. Mm.
0: And trading, but uh, no, they're they're definitely rebuilding. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, Yeah. but they have like a lot of good young players. Isaac, Cole Anthony. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's true. They gotta find a coach for the future, though. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a task.
1: I do think the Wizards might trade away both Beal and Russ. I know they both said they they want to stay, especially Beal because he signed the extension. But I think if they do decide to go rebuilding, the Mavericks should go for Beal. I think that's a perfect fit.
0: Yeah, shooter sure, can
1: create their own shot.
0: That would too. That's true.
1: Problem is, how much do they have to give up for that? Oh, dude, dude give up Tim Hardaway, Porzingis, Powell. I don't care. Give up five guys, dude. <laughs> <laughs> as long as we'll they get, get somebody him. that can create their own shot. We'll literally pay
2: your his contract worth to twice. <laughs> I'm done. I don't know. I I. Yeah, yeah. There's there's nobody, nobody else I really care enough about. I well, I was just gonna mention that Nets. That's no Steve Nash gets one more year. Oh
0: my god, he gets god. one more
2: year in my opinion.
0: Oh man, because his his coaching Mike mistakes D'Antoni. were glaring. What do you say, Muhammad?
1: I was gonna say Mike D'Antoni's still on the market.
0: All yeah, right. he,
1: didn't he interview with uh? He yeah. Interview with the Blazers and I think it was the Mavericks, but
2: Blazers chose right. The the Mavericks and the Blazers don't need him.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) Neither team (laughs) needs him. That's
0: true.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: They're
2: just trying to amplify their
1: strengths. (laughs) Facts. Bulls could use him as an assistant. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Actually, no. Bulls have defensive problems too. Their offense is fine.
0: Mac (laughs) D'Antoni. Aaron Mike D'Antoni re- remake the Harden Rockets. <laughs> oh no! Oh um, my god! But uh, one game away. So... Interesting. Nice, nice question from Muhammad. There too to wrap it up. But we're moving on Such to the guy. next one. Yes, sir. We're moving on to uh, Ben Simmons. So, um, man, 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 man. Uh, ben Simmons has been under hot destruction hot fire the after getting uh bounced from the playoffs we talked about it last week a little bit um but doc rivers recently said that he thinks the shooting can be a mental thing so obviously ben passed up a lot of the he didn't take a lot of shots only took like four shots in the seven game series for some reason Um, He took no shots, I think, games four, five, six, and seven, and then he obviously passed up that wide open dunk um, for some reason as well. And then, uh, obviously, Doc Rivers in the post-game press conference also said um, he doesn't know if Ben can be a consistent point guard on a championship team, and then Joel Embiid was also very respectful of Simmons. Um, and he just looked disappointed, but he also did say that the turning point for that game was when they pass up the the dunk and then they allowed scores on the other end as well. Um. So Ben Simmons, what do you think his future is with the NBA? Do you think the Sixers should trade him? Do you think they should help him out in the offseason? Do you think Doc Rivers can help him get better coaching or do you think like I said before just now uh, that they should trade him um, personally it's really hard decision to just trade him because they have such a bond my take is that that you know the duo between Simmons and Embiid has been you know the duo that they that the uh that Philly has uh, gone with this whole recent this whole process this whole rebuilding this whole recent playoff runs it's just it would be hard just to, just to give that up, but I feel like it's not working and it just has not worked consistently. Um, and I just don't know when it'll start working and they can go into the off season workouts this season and he can work on it, but you never know until you're back in the postseason again um, and that those looks come into fruition again. So it's going to be really hard. Um, to trade them, I think that's the tough decision that they have to make, and that's on them. I, I, I don't think they're going to because of the recent comments that Doc said, and they think said that they could work on it in the off season. Um, so I don't think they will trade them. Uh, I that debate, should they trade them? I, I don't know. It's very tough. Uh, I, I want to hear you guys here. What you guys think first, as well? Because if sway me, swim. I, your, okay. I, I'll start, Muhammad
2: because I feel like I always go last, and I don't like that. Um, <laughs> Do your thing, man. All right. So, personally, I wasn't too sure about training him either, but wow. then I heard Joel's comments and Doc's comments, and, man, I got to be wondering. Like, if I'm Ben Simmons, it's hard. To me, it would be pretty hard. Somebody's knocking at the door. Whatever. Um, it would be pretty hard to come back from that. Like, you can't say – Doc can't give that response. You can't say that. It doesn't matter if you have, if your player literally missed 100 shots in a game, you cannot say that about, especially your star. So to Uh, me, that that right there, that ended it. It's over, like they're gonna trade him. Now, I know Stephen A was saying that the Sixers are saying they're not looking to trade him, which in his own words was uh, bull BS, I think is literally what he said he's they're looking to trade him yeah. i would if you can find a good package for him i'd trade him because right. like you said zach it's not working and how much time wow. do you give it how much more time do you give it because right. S- Simmons is only 24 so he could get better
0: and this was supposed but, to be like their year they had the once. they had the seeds they had well and, was and really i was just gonna get it. to
2: that point is like right. once the nets lost you got to be looking at it like Yo, all we have to do is beat the Bucks. That's the real. That's our only like real series. But right. you let the Hawks beat beat you, and the sure. Hawks. I mean, I don't think anybody thinks the Hawks are better than the Sixers, especially right. roster wise. Um, right. so I'm I'm listening to trades. If if you yeah. can get a good package, I'm I'm sending him out the door. But he can't, in my opinion. I don't know how you can he can stay anymore because of what Embiid and Doc said. Like I just to me that relationship is is done like it's been tarnished beyond repair in my opinion yeah. so
1: um Ben Simmons situation is craziest to mm-hmm. think about because the whole him shooting he hasn't improved in four seasons yeah in four and I remember last summer during the offseason uh I think it was during the four-month hiatus uh you know everybody was I uh, think there was reports saying oh Ben you know, he's worked on his shot, he's improved. He's and he even said out of his mouth, I think before the season started, uh this year, he's gonna start taking more shots 15 feet uh yeah. foot, uh 20 feet up from the from the rim. It hasn't happened. And no. it's crazy because I when I was watching first take, uh, and also undisputed, they did say that reports uh from sources they have um, by the uh near the Sixers, Ben Simmons kind of been like babied about this like yes. nobody really yep. pushes him mm-hmm. yep
2: and dog is in his ear
1: man. yeah oh, man well doc is just this
2: is his first year so i know but i'm saying like we've seen that in doc's history like he didn't
1: do it with the clippers and that caused some problems yeah yeah that's yeah. also true but so yeah, yeah but yeah like good point right there so if it's not the coach stephen a smith also said it's not really a veteran like on the team like you would think someone like danny green who's had his shooting slumps he went right. to, um if you guys know, Lethal Shooter. He's a shooting coach. Mm-hmm. He's kind of an Instagram celebrity, but he's still someone that knows what they're talking about. He went to him, and he mm-hmm. improved his jumper in terms of consistency. But Ben Simmons hasn't really done that. You just see him do his, like, fancy workouts, you know, highlight videos to post on Instagram. But is there really, like, a video out there of him, like, doing shooting drills with an actual shooting coach? No. And there's nobody there in his ear to talk to him about it. And apparently that's been going on since he was at LSU. Nobody's really, like, you know, got in his ear about it. So if I was the Sixers, I would trade for him. Um, I did see a report that said there's 20 teams are interested to be traded. I mean to want to trade for Ben Simmons. So if he still has that much interest, you could still get a decent deal, even though you kind of botched the whole James Harden deal um earlier. <laughs> but like godly man, this is just crazy thing think about <laughs> when I saw that that dunk that he didn't go for on trade coming at him who didn't <laughs> jump he just Trey Young expected him to dunk it, so all he did was just swipe. He didn't even jump. So all Ben had to do was just go up, and he just passed it to 5'0". It was just – when I saw that, I was like, yeah, it's over with. It's done. They <laughs> they got to trade him, dude, because that's just – that's the one thing you don't do, bro. That's unbelievable, for real. Ridiculous. That's just Man.
0: ridiculous. Man. Dude, 6'10", versus a 5'10". Trey Young's 5'10". At that. No. Literally a foot
2: left. So. Yo um, – uh, yeah, well, you mentioned that he early, he didn't take yeah. a shot in the fourth quarter in like the last five games, right, Zach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is I- insane. But in the other quarter, the thing that man. might be more insane is that he has had the worst free throw percentage in postseason history this yeah, past I postseason, which is yep. it was just cr- is crazy. Yeah. Um, and maybe, and I I actually do think like most of the people have been saying I think it's in his head. At this point, I do actually
1: think it's oh yeah absolutely. in his head. Yeah after that series for sure.
0: Yeah. But for I sure. I think
2: it was in his head before that series and then it just started becoming more and more like poignant. Right. Um but one trade package I saw that would be interesting to me would and it would make sense is the Warriors. To me, I do think he would be a good fit there for the reasons that Stephen A kind of outlined on first take which was he got Draymond there. This this is not happening with Draymond. Draymond Green will chew you out he will yell at you Mm -hmm. and make sure you are working hard because like you said i also heard i I was seeing that too ben simmons baby no nobody everybody around him is nice to him like there's no sense of urgency clearly doc wasn't that guy for him
0: yeah and
2: um and him and him and them beat are throwing like passive aggressive statements at him through the media just be a man and go talk to him like uh, honestly
1: yeah, so
0: I just think the yeah. Warriors would be a good fit. I do. Did yeah, yeah, You also yeah. see
1: the Bulls might be a good... Uh, oh, wow. There was, uh, you know, some meetings in Chicago between Rich Paul and him, just because the combine's here, but also, you know, the Bulls in Chicago. So as a Bulls fan, I've never really liked Simmons. I think a lot of people know that, but oh, I think gee, the Bulls are, are a decent decent squad uh, for him in terms of personnel wise because Vucevic is a shooter or he can't shoot I should say so you know we not have anybody clogging the paint. If they keep Laurie, Lori be a perfect player for Simmons too and Simmons is a playmaker and a defensive guy, NBA defensive which is what the Bulls have been missing all year this past year. Yeah, you got a good point there. Um, mm-hmm. So if the Bulls do end up trading for him, I wouldn't mind that trade but as long as he works on his shot so
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, that I, is
1: young, Garrett Temple, um, probably the only two veteran guys on the Bulls that could probably like, you know, encourage him to do that, kind of, you know, be in his face about it. Uh, so I think that would be the only other issue I'd have. So I wouldn't I, mind him yeah. seeing on the Bulls, man. I yeah. forgot to say this, that a lot of people are saying he's trash.
2: I do not think Ben Simmons is a bad player. Like, no, he I'm, may have no, one there. glaring flaw, but here's the thing as, as uh, I forgot who said this, everything goes away when you win. Everything. All your flaws, they get diminished when yeah, you by, start winning something. Yeah. yeah, by other people. Yeah. And I, not literally, but like people don't notice them. Like Giannis. Yeah. Giannis, you can say Giannis is literally the same player as Ben Simmons. You can almost say that. In terms of like play style, he won't really shoot. The difference is, as Skip and Shannon were pointing out, Giannis has a confidence to shoot. Ben yeah. Simmons won't even shoot. Yeah. Like it, yep. Giannis will That's, literally yeah. airball five threes a game and he will just keep Still, going and going. Yep. He doesn't care.
0: Right. But but nobody
2: people while they talk about Giannis's lack lack of talent in that facet, it's not really a big deal anymore. It was like a few years ago, you know, especially after the Kawhi thing. But he's kind yeah. of shut people up. So if Ben Simmons could get to a situation like that, um, I know with the Bulls I don't think it would be that situation immediately, but uh, it, it would help him. But I, I do think it is important for people to just not overreact and think he's a bad player. He's not a bad player. He's an All Star and an All Defensive player. Like that's right. better than ninety percent of that. That's
1: pretty good. Yep. Yeah. That's sure. that's
2: pretty good. A lot of players would teams would do anything for him. But let's say he doesn't improve his jump
1: shot. What do you do then? What are your opinions? Well. I mean the other issue is just because the Sixers weren't really the right fit in terms of indeed and being in the paint a lot.
2: No, 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 no. I'm just talking about in general for him, his career, what does he do? Where does well, he I go?
1: Think, I I think if, if the his shooting's a problem, he doesn't improve the shooting. I think if as long as he's in the right team, we'd be fine.
2: Yeah. Okay. I, I agree.
1: That's he needs that's to at I'm least thinking. improve his percentage. At least, yeah, free throws. At I don't, least. I, don't, I, don't, I don't need him, you know, being like Mike in the mid-range or, you know, Durant on the 3.9. But as long as he's not scared to shoot like Giannis, and he can make two out of seven or something, I mean, that's good enough right. for me.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. I just, I, I, I brought
1: the Sixers just because I thought, I think that was the biggest issue because, and B being in the paint, I think Simmons, if he can't shoot, he can at least try to drive to the paint because he's a pretty good down-the-hill type of player, like one-man fast break. But obviously, the Sixers want the right team for that, and that showed this year. Yeah. I think the Warriors are great. For
0: yeah, it's definitely yeah. the yeah. This culture for the Sixers definitely, I think, plays some part in it, like he said, about, you know, not just, just babying him. And we yeah. saw, we've seen that yeah. all the way back since Jimmy and Brett Brown, since, you know, I don't know if you guys... Yeah, that's a good point. J.J. Redick um, on the J.J. Redick's podcast with Jimmy after why he left Philly. But they would sit in film rooms and they would just go through the film and nobody would say anything and you have to you have to say something if it's not working right and that's why jimmy didn't want to go or didn't want to resign because you know, you're not saying anything to dissolve the issue, situ- the situation or the problems and if you're not doing that then change is not going to happen so i think right
2: i think the sixers culture is pretty bad yeah just all around like yeah. There's nobody to hold others accountable. They clearly just have passive-aggressive remarks, and they don't like actually addressing problems. They just want to kind of shove it to the side and then complain about it to the media. Right. That that's how I view it. Yeah. And if you're struggling mentally and with your game, that's just not a good place for you. No.
0: Yeah. He can dip well, out.
2: I still.
1: What's up? I'm I'm thinking because like you guys said, it's the culture. They did kind of not overhaul, but. Right. Well, they hired Doc Rivers, they yeah. got a whole new coaching staff, they hired a new GM. Yeah. Um, then their president, I think, stepped down too. So, in terms of front office and guys behind the scenes, they did change the scenery. Um, so maybe it is the players. No, that's what I'm saying.
2: That's that's what I'm saying. The culture oh. within the, the, the play, I should have been more clear with the yeah. players, is it's just like, yeah, nobody nobody wants to take that initiative. To be like what Draymond would do on on the or uh, Jimmy right or Jimmy right. like exactly what Jimmy was saying like you got to start holding people accountable, um, no matter who it is your star everybody, and you definitely can't have your stars lashing out at each other after no. like uh, that relationship's gone I bet you he never texts Joel Embiid again,
1: <laughs> never say hi to man. that man. You know it's funny? Did you guys see the video of him like uh this is like I think from two years ago or like last year? Um he's he like he streams uh when he plays video games. Yeah. So he's playing Call of Duty, yeah. And he was playing with Cat. <laughs> and he was trying to convince Cat to play one more game, and then he was like, Who do you play tomorrow? He's like, Atlanta. He's like, Oh yeah, you got plenty of time. they down 18 body. And people like- brought that video back up when they lost <laughs> game seven.
0: <laughs> um, the- Man, that came back to bite him in the ass, bro. Ooh, that was 240. That's that's hilarious. Age, like man. That was 240. So
1: we got plenty of time. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you think God.
0: so, bro? You think so? <laughs> oh man. Um we'll see what happens with Ben Simmons over the offseason if he's gonna improve some <laughs> improve some jumpers or not, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. But in the next topic. Will be interesting, uh, Kevin Durant and Scotty Pippen recently got into it on Twitter. Um, Kevin Durant, obviously, one of the all time most entertaining NBA profiles on Twitter, I think. <laughs> <without question>. <laughs> um, <laughs> but what did he exactly say? Yeah, so Pippen exactly said, um, KD as great as his offense was it turned out to be his worst enemy because he didn't know how to play team basketball. He kept trying to go punch for punch. Um, and then he compared him to LeBron, um, KD can score better than, than LeBron, but he has, he suppressed LeBron. No, he tried to beat Milwaukee instead of utilizing his team. You see what I'm saying? Um, and then he said, LeBron would have figured out how to beat them and wouldn't have been exhausted. And he may have not have taken the last shot. LeBron ain't KD and KD ain't LeBron. Um, so Kevin Durant replied on Twitter and he said, didn't the great Scotty Pippen. Oh man, this is hilarious. It's loading. Hold it's on. So oh, like didn't, great Scott, didn't the great Scotty Pippen refuse to go in the game for the last second shot because he was in his feelings. His coach drew up the play for a better scorer. My God. Um, and then he said this guy Scott also wanted to enjoy his summer so he chose to rehab during the season lol yo at Scottie Pippen they followed Phil not you man what else? <laughs> this is a savage on Twitter um, man uh, I mean they both Durant obviously destroyed him as he usually does um, <laughs> he a, <tool laughs> a whole different level Because Pippen got exposed in the in the doc in the last dance, too, for having these exact comments. Um for having these exact things that Durant said to him. But despite all this, I have to personally say that I think Scottie Pippen has a point here. I think he might be onto something because, you know, Durant. Despite being a great score, despite being a great score, despite being efficient, despite being you know, very prolific, all of this, he still lost the series. And I, I, to be honest, I, he has an offensive game that does not really utilize his teammates as much as other players like LeBron. So there is that. Um, and then also he has had rifts with his teammates in the past as well. Um, case in point in Golden State with draymond after the whole that whole they had that whole going back and forth um taking the last shot and then that that was really bad and that kind of led to the whole falling out between that's, the, funny you that's that's probably the reason he left and then on top of that he also had bad relations with russ russell westbrook after he left the thunder because they lost 3-1 and then kevin durant did not reach out to Russell Westbrook and say that he was leaving despite the fact that they were brothers, um, you know, and they called each other. I mean, he, the love between them was evident in the thunder, but then he didn't tell him. Um, so, you know, Scotty, you know, Scotty, okay. Not really uh, a fan of some of his takes and he changes up his, his shit a lot, a lot, <laughs> <laughs> his, his a lot, but I mean, some of the teammates, I mean, some of the relations he's had with his teammates in the past, Durant, I think, could have been managed better. Um, So I think Scotty does have somewhat of a point here. That's my opinion. You guys entitled to different opinions. Um,
1: well, I'm gonna go real quick because I know you have a lot to say to this. I'm gonna keep mine short. I don't really agree with Scotty's take. I don't know if you guys watching first take, but then he came to say that LeBron has won a ring without. Superstars are without um, help. Yeah, that was
0: BS. Yeah, that was So after he
1: said that, I was like, yeah, Scotty's probably just doing this for some public uh, attention. I don't agree with his first statement though. Durant has proved that he can utilize his teammates. He did when was injured many years in OKC. Just this situation, he had to claw his team to a chance against the Bucs, just because Steve Nash, as a coach, didn't really drop a good game plan to get shooters open, to run an offense entirely through Kevin Durant. So Durant just come uh, come up the floor with the ball, give it to uh, Durant, he created his own shot. If he can't get a shot, he had to kick it to somebody else. So I don't agree with it. I mean, Durant has proved with other teammates before the whole Golden State thing that he can play as a team. Um, so, and to be fair, I think Stephen A had brought this up. I I forgot who it was, I don't know if it was Stephen A, but someone on first take did say Durant is a better team player than LeBron in terms of yeah. if if he played with other superstars, Durant yeah. would be easier mm-hmm. to play with That's because true. he doesn't need to dominate the ball, which I agree with. That's true. But I think Durant and LeBron are so good that they could switch. LeBron could, if he wanted to score instead, you know, run through the whole offense through him, he could do that. If Durant wants to switch over to how LeBron plays and, you know, be more of an all-around player, he could do that. They've both done that in the past. So I don't think it's fair to say what Scotty did. Oh, That's boy. just my opinion. Boy, do I have loads yeah, let me, let me of be clear. information I think about that
0: this. the relationship that he's had with some of his teammates in the past has been difficult. But the man has won two championships, so obviously he has. Boy, well,
1: what? What bad relationship have you said? I said with, that was with, kind of on him.
0: With Draymond, not on him. It's just with Draymond and with with Russ. Him and Russ are cool now. I I'm call sure. now because they've let the time. Durant
1: did say that during OKC, they were just good teammates. They didn't really like hang out outside of the team. So,
0: but he called him a brother during his MVP MVP speech. Bro, I call you
1: my brother. I call Muhammad my brother. Does that even make sense? Look at us. But we are as teammates, sure. But he did say that. I mean, outside of basketball, they don't really hang out a lot like some other guys do.
2: I see what your point is, Zach. Okay. I think you're putting too much on that word, but. Let me go in, because I got loads to say about this. Scottie Pippen is insane. Every time this man speaks, I want to just die. <laughs> it, I mean, he is the most hypocritical person I've ever heard in the sports world. It's unbelievable. Um, he doesn't have a point here. Zach, I don't I, – or Zach and Muhammad, I don't, remember, I don't get this, because everybody acts like Durant has never carried a team or had to That's do this kind of stuff by himself. And they just ignore what happened in OKC when Russell Westbrook was out for that year right. and then the other half of the year. Everyone just ignores that. And he led them to the two seed, which is pretty impressive in the West because you had the Spurs, you had the Grizzlies, you had the Nuggets, you had the Mavericks, you had well, the Lakers were... Uh, I think the Lakers were at the tail oh, end of their no, existence. They're, they're bad. They were they were terrible, yeah. right? So, but the West was stacked, all right? Yeah, they, they um, the Blazers were just on the up and coming. The Warriors, yep. Saint the Warriors too. I mean, so that he has done this before for seasons, like literally, and he he was insane, and that was when he had to literally do everything. So I I don't get why people forget that or ignore that. Um, as for this. Scotty's saying that Durant (laughs) doesn't utilize his teammates It's one of the most insane things I've ever said or heard, because Zach, we have this argument all the time, right? I've been telling you Durant could be like historical and a historical score, like 60 point games, like all of that, if he would just be more aggressive, which I honestly think is one of his biggest flaws is that he isn't because of how efficient he is. Mm -hmm. He could, I think he could help his team more if he was just a little bit more aggressive, instead of being like such a team player um, on to the thing about LeBron. I So when he said LeBron and, and Katie are different, I agree with that. That statement I think is true, yeah. but he kind of just said it weird because Durant utilized his teammates against the bucks. I mean, if Joe Harris is literally not going to make anything, and then your second best player is Bruce Brown, which, is essentially the same thing as people saying the second best player for LeBron one year was Matthew Del- Vadova, which wasn't true. He just was a you know a a, a player that people like to say was his second best player, even though there were better players on the team. Yep. Uh, right. It's the same kind of thing, but Bruce Brown, I think, literally was the second best player for them because Harden was terrible. So I don't. I do agree with that part. I do think they're very different players, but um. I got a, a nice dog here. Guys, <laughs> this is just a little puppy being brought to me. Um, but the, Durant has led a team before, so I do think well, he can do it like LeBron. But he's never had to because there's always been a more ball dominant player that he's played with. Always, he's always played with more ball. Dominant. Russell well, Westbrook. I mean, I've we've been over this countless times. We know this. Ross, Steph. Pardon now. Um so he can do it. But I agree with you, Mohammed. I don't think Steve Nash drew up good game plans. I don't at all. I I honestly think Steve Nash uh coaching wise was pathetic in that series. I I think to say the least. Uh and that's why I said at the beginning of this, I give him one more year. One year this, because his, this, his his go on.
1: I was gonna say it's funny because he had his assistant coach who was Mike D'Antoni, who also was a ball dominant offensive, yeah. coach in mind, so he wouldn't you really could have, have just asked him. Well, <laughs> I don't think it would made it better, but it's just funny how if you went to Mike D'Antoni, being like, "Oh, just yeah, just let Durant just do pick and rolls and oh, do yeah, all yeah, yeah, back and rockets,"
2: <laughs> but they could have done it right. <laughs> That's true. <You> probably <laughs> but done but it better. my issue with Stephen Ash is his coaching mistakes were so glaringly obvious that they have to be fixed. They have yeah. to be. They were so bad. Um so I just I, I do think Durant doesn't get that. He doesn't get the notion because yes, he joined the Warriors, and the Warriors had a solidified team that basically they gave up like five or six players to get KD, and then everybody kind of ignored that, and but they still had their core, right? So yeah, he didn't have to do as much, but I do think he is capable of doing a lot, but to say that he couldn't, that LeBron was going to figure out that team and win, I'm sorry. I don't think even Michael Jordan, I'm the biggest Michael Jordan fan. Maybe Mike could have. I don't think anybody's beating the Bucs with that that Nets roster because that team was terrible. I mean, the Nets are built around those two guys. Really, they were built around Kyrie and, and KD and then obviously adjusted, right, with, with Harden. So yeah. obviously when you miss two of those three, you're going to be in trouble. This is what happens with LeBron-led teams. This is the biggest, the number one excuse is his role players don't show up, right? His teammates can't do anything. There's injuries. Kyrie's no hurt. Kevin loves hurt. No playmakers. That's always the excuse, right? Well, then you would use the same excuse here, all right? Because yeah. none of those guys know how to dribble a basketball. If Unless Kevin Durant's passing them the ball and they can shoot, they're clueless. I mean, and, you know, so... I digress. I, I just think that that's a little bit crazy to say LeBron could do that. I don't think anybody can, honestly. Um, and then to say LeBron's never has won without any help,
0: it's crazy. Okay, we well, all agree yeah, on that,
2: right? That that was asinine.
0: that's that's asinine. Yeah.
2: That that that's that's absurd. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that's there's asinine. only been like one or two players to ever win without like another Hall of Famer on
1: their Burke, team. Okay.
2: Yeah. So like, it, um. It's just yeah,
1: awesome. LeBron
2: has had superstar help all the time. I'm pretty sure the last time LeBron didn't have superstar help, his team was not in the playoffs. So, you know, and that that was, what, two, three years ago? And, yeah. um, you know, whatever. But also the, the other thing is that, oh, LeBron ran through the East for all these years. There wasn't a team that LeBron played in the East for all those years, even close to as good as the Bucks. I will I will say for the heat days, the beginning of the heat days, the Celtics and the Bulls. Yes. Yeah. The Bulls. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I put an asterisk with the Bulls just because of the injuries they had sustained. And clearly they weren't even close to their potential. Clearly yeah. they were so, they were just too young. Right. Started. Um, yeah, ex- exactly. But let's get to KD. I've talked too long. I just I had to get that off my chest. I'm sorry. I feel a lot lighter now. Um you good, good. You know but katie's response i mean he he destroyed them, bro Yeah, i can't believe he actually said this this is all facts i mean this is all facts kate what what the thing is is what scotty said was subjective it was all opinion what kevin durant said was not an opinion those were facts those were actual things that happened yeah um so it speaks to scotty's character a little bit yeah uh and I, I'm not a huge fan of Scottie Pippen. I, I appreciate him as a Bulls fan. He, he helped us win six championships. I wasn't even, you know, alive for all of them, except mm-hmm. for the last one. But, um, you know, but I, as a person, I don't like him because I think his ego is ridiculous, and I think he just wants to be the guy when he's not the guy. And that clearly yeah. showed throughout his career, uh, especially sure. after MJ. And then how selfish he is that you get mad at a team drawing up a play for somebody else because that's a better decision. Yeah. <laughs> to me, that's just selfish. So Yeah. You know, that's those are my thoughts. I, I rambled, had to do it though. You know, sometimes you just gotta go in, guns blazing. Get ready. <laughs> I love you all out there. Thank you. That's Thank interesting.
0: You. Um I'm gonna save my comments on KD's leadership for the stuff KD debate after the playoffs. Cause I think that's gonna be uh okay, I'll give you
2: well, you, you problem is you don't know about Katie's leadership, That's it happened very prominently before 2016. Yeah. <laughs> it happened
0: very badly after 2016 as well, including leaving a 3 1 team, not talking to anybody. In oh, the, that was in 26, yeah. yeah, right. Um, but interesting, looking forward to the uh Steph Katie debate as always, as the season. Nears a close, but we're still in the East. The Conference Finals here, so we're going to dissect that um, playoffs. So, in the Western Conference, we have the Suns and the Clippers. We were we were just talking about the game um, I was on while we were starting this. At the watch the closing seconds, but the Clippers and the Suns. We were just talking. We were literally just talking about how the Clippers need Kawhi back, um, especially after this three. <sighs> Going up three-one, the Suns going up three-one, and the Clippers losing this critical game on Saturday. Um, so they need Kawhi back. I don't know how probable that is, but I don't see them getting out of that, especially after this. Um, this game this is a very important game in the series. I think um, that's my analysis. Uh, what do you guys think? I'll go first, because yeah. I rambled. I'll make this short
2: and sweet. Um, well, I didn't get to watch most of the game tonight. Well, actually I did. I got to watch the first half, which was apparently the good half. And I didn't get to watch the <laughs> second half. And the second half was just like watching, uh, you know, YMCA. watch, a, 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 watch a, yeah, a YMCA game. Mm-hmm. Where Jack Novelli is dominating with 26 <laughs> points. <laughs> okay, I'll not
0: be wrong for that. <laughs> hey.
2: I love Jack. He's our graphic designer. He's a great man. Yeah. Um, they needed to win this game. I'm willing yeah. to bet money Kawhi doesn't come back, and yeah. if he does, he'll get hurt again. I I think it's a more serious issue than it they're saying. He clearly thinks that too because he is having issues with the medical staff, reportedly from Stephen A. Skip Bayless. Um, so if he, it's reminding me of the Spurs. He he has he's not listening to the medical staff. He thinks they're lying to him again and he's going out for other opinions, which I guess is kind of irritating the Clippers, it seems. Um, they have no shot to win this series, in my opinion, without uh, Kawhi at this point. I, I was saying they could win the series with, either way, but now that they're down 3-1, I, I don't know about that. That's going to yeah. be tough, so yeah. that's it. Yeah, that, uh, yeah
1: what, what Will said, man, just... They fought hard, especially the first uh, four games. But obviously um, playing, was it, uh, how many games have they played? 14. They 14 played two games seven games. And, yeah. and like, what, in 24 days, 25 yeah. days?
0: Yeah.
1: Just basically every other day they're playing a game. And I think fatigue was a big factor today because their shooting was atrocious. They still had a chance to win the game, um, but... Yeah, like like Will said, the first half was a good half. Because second half, I mean, both teams shot like 30% for the whole game from the field, which is just good lord. And Clippers took 14 threes in the first quarter and only made two of them. Um they
0: kept shooting.
1: And they kept shooting because that's what Ty Luke kept telling them to do. Uh I just think, yeah, at this point, this game, last game, I think is where you, Kawhi would have been real helpful. Yeah, because they just needed somebody to take the pressure off Paul George. Uh, need somebody else to create their own shot, play make. Because if it's not Paul George, it's, it's Reggie Jackson's the next best option. Um, Reggie's a good player, he's, he's you know stepped up big in the last uh two series, but Facts. you can only go so far with Reggie Jackson. Comments finals is as far as you can get. So, I'll uh, get yeah. you know, congrats to your sons for playing three straight teams that lost the key players. <laughs>
0: um, fair.
1: yeah, so good for them. Uh, they would have been sitting at home for the past month if Anthony Davis didn't get injured. But I just wait they till they eat w- that one year. Yeah, I'll just wait till they get to the finals, and hopefully the Bucks can, you know show them that they're not really as good as they think they are.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um. But that that game two they lost off of the eight and um last second. No well Is really a really a hard. A hard loss because if they had been able to steal that one and then um getting gotten that other one too then they could have prolonged the series and then maybe Kawhi would have come back later so that that loss is really tough and it it would have been tied right now if they had closed that one out um but they didn't so now it's down they're down 3-1 without Kawhi. the odds are looking pretty slim so that's (sighs) going to be tough without of this one but we'll see uh that reaction right there from Ahmed is very uh, not sure, Man, it's not fair. Sure. That's facts, but we'll see what happens. But Bucks Hawks, another an interesting series in the uh, Eastern Conference Finals the series is currently tied one-one. Time of this recording on Saturday, but um, I see. I think that they've the Bucks have been known to lose that first game. Um, and cut in a couple of the series and then close out the series after that um so i think and then they just they just had that dominant game uh not dominant win in game two so i see them closing out this series in maybe five games but you never can tell because we said that last season i mean last series with the sixers um so but the bucks are the clear favorite to win the title we discussed this in the past um you has been really really good this uh this. This season, this playoffs, this playoffs as well, uh, especially the last series with the Nets. Um, so that's what I have to say about this. I don't know who else wants to go, but you done. Bucks. Yep. Man, dude, okay. you see
1: that, Zach? You see that disrespect he just showed you? Um, yeah, he's,
2: so he's honestly, literally uh, sleeping.
1: For yeah, me, so I, game yeah. one, obviously, Trey Young was a story. Uh, game two, he I was still the story. Yeah, he was a story, but game two, the Bucs did what they needed to do with game one, play better defense and just hit their shots. Hit the 11 threes in the first quarter, which is ridiculous. Um, and they had a 30 point lead at halftime. Um, I didn't watch the fourth quarter cause they were basically up 40 game was over with, but, uh, yeah, Trey young do especially the second quarter, that man had like seven turnovers in one quarter. Um, so their, their defense especially to how they stepped up big. I was surprised to see Bruno still have Brooke Lopez in the lineup after what happened in game one with those high screens that the Bucs are doing. Mm. Uh, but he didn't make up because he had, like, four threes in the first half and he yeah. was uh, scoring, and he had, like, three blocks. So, uh, yeah, just as long as they do that, we'll close that in five and hopefully do that, and then we can get, you know, the Suns Bucs series going. You don't seem too excited about this. Serious, man. Huh? What series? Uh, the Bucks, Hawks. No, I, I like it, but I just think it's they're overmatched because Trey Young, even though he was turning over the ball over, he was the only one doing something. Other than uh, Kevin it wasn't really hitting any shots. John Collins wasn't scoring as much. Um, you know, Bogdan has a knee injury, so he can't really you know play as explosive as he usually does. So I like the Hawks. I'm, I'm a big fan of John Collins. I had Bogdan on my fantasy team, so I'm a big fan of him too. Underrated player, but. Uh, I mean, I would hope for a seven game series, but it doesn't look like that because Hawks are too young, too inexperienced. I told that's, you that's guys, uh, I told you guys that I found out I'm colorblind, right?
0: You did tell us. I didn't you see tell me that. You didn't tell the fans though.
2: Oh yeah. I just found out I'm colorblind. Oh, it, wow. it came, it came out of the purple, out of the purple.
0: Is that- crickets, crickets, <laughs> crickets. Walk off the set, walk off the set. <laughs> let me just let me
1: just swivel my way off
0: this head. Uh um okay.
1: i put my earbuds real quick after i
0: heard that <laughs> i saw that today and i was like i thought of you zach i was like this is a zach joke right this of a zach joke because you said it though so. <laughs> yeah, yeah i
2: did it for you i didn't want you to embarrass yourself you're just you're see i i know you um well uh, so Trey Young. I would. I saw a segment. They were asking who's the most important player in this series. I think obviously it's Trey Young. Uh, Max Kellerman said it was Middleton. Stephen A. said it was Trey Young as well. The reason it's Trey Young is because they. We've been over it countless times. They have no one outside of him. They have to. He. It took forty-eight points for them to barely beat the Bucs, Barely win, and the Bucks literally just. Spank them I, if they had even played a starter in the fourth quarter, which I I don't think they did. I don't think so. Either. I'm pretty sure they could have won by fifty or sixty points if they tried. Like it's ridiculous. We, I was just watching the worst NBA playoff game ever video a few nights ago. Oh. I think I think that game might might be up there. I think they might have to remake it about that game because that was the worst playoff game I've ever seen in my life. It was terrible, man. If you're a Bucks fan, it's a good game. Well, and I'm rooting for the Bucks, but I'm talking about in terms hey. of the content, we just got an absolute obliteration. The Hawks couldn't do anything. And, and and it was close up until like the five minute mark of the second half, the yeah. second quarter. And yeah. then it was 10 points then. And then at the end of the half, it was it was 30. So they out- <laughs> I think they, they, they went, went on a 20 run. run. They went on a 20 run. Literally. They literally went on a twenty to zero run. And I think Trey Young had like yeah. seven turnovers, like you said, and that bad. that yeah, it was yeah, really bad. And then this had seven it was seven just the half. Yeah, it was it was terrible, it was so hard to watch. Um and and I just kept watching it. I don't know why, but I did, uh hoping for some change. But here's the thing: that the hawks are not good enough to win this series if the bucks play even close to how good they are, and and here's what should scare the Hawks. Giannis took one three last night or two nights ago last night. Last night, right? Was it one? I thought he, he made he one. Took he two. took two. Like, he he like, took yeah. one in the first quarter, then one at the end of the half, I think. Yeah. But it was from, like, full quarter or half quarter or something. So, it wasn't – I'm not counting that. I'm talking about one actual three. The rest of the time, he just bullied them inside. And yeah, they the had MLS no answer. None. chicken, man. Mouse in the right. house. <laughs> For a dude who can't shoot, and everybody worries about, oh, he can't shoot. How is he gonna be successful? I don't know. He looked pretty successful to me. I he he looked pretty good. Um, and Middleton, yeah. Middleton doesn't even need to be great. They're gonna win. If 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 Drew Holiday, Drew Holiday, as far as I'm concerned, he should never shoot the ball ever. He doesn't. He should never. All he should do is pass, and he should exhaust himself on defense, guarding Trae Young. That's it. Don't even. This, if you're truly about winning, don't worry about scoring. All right. Just get through the series. All you have to do is guard Trey Young. Nothing else. Literally nothing else. Because if you shut down Trey Young and you saw he was terrible, shot terrible. It was literally yeah. his worst playoff game ever. Yeah. Um, you know, not a huge sample size, but mm-hmm. if you do that, the Hawks have no chance, dude. They have no chance. They have yeah. nobody else. So just shut him down. Bucks, Bucks obliterated them on in virtually every stat you could possibly imagine. It wasn't, it was just, it's the worst playoff game I've ever seen. I'm sorry. It just, it was. It, it was only kind of respectable because the Bucks just kind of took it easy. If, if they hadn't, it it, it would have just been something to cry about. But I do, like you, Zach, I expect this to be over in five, but the Hawks have not surprised me or they have surprised me before. So I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah.
0: You, say the, you say the tray that the Hawks only have Trey, but he didn't—he didn't have it in the, that game seven against the Sixers, and Kevin Herter stepped up too. And yeah, but Trey Young and...
2: was the one who iced that game. He was that's really true. good in the the closing moments. He was. That's true.
0: Yeah,
2: and I got and the Hawks have a really good well-rounded team. I'm not yeah. disagreeing with that. I'm talking about like when I say they only have Trey, he's their ball handler. They don't really have anybody else to run an offense. Through.
0: Yeah, that's true. So if you're yeah. if you're
2: boxing, wanting him or something like if Drew's just all over him. I, gotta, I don't know who else you go to.
0: We'll see. We'll see what happens. But I hope it's Bucks sons. That would be interesting. Yeah. And we'll see what happens. Any uh, any last thoughts, gentlemen? Any bold takes? We've already kind of uh, said our whole thoughts. Let's, let's just you know, say,
2: whatever. you know, I'm going to just be bold and say
0: the Bucks would come, could come back. That would be crazy.
1: I want to say that I'm gonna say it. clippers come back because Kawhi returns game six. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go.
2: Game six. So they're winning game five. So
1: they will win game five, and you know, quiet will still have a chance and then they will come back game six and then they'll win that, and then they go back game seven. I like and that. they win.
2: Is it is it bold if I say quiet doesn't come back? No, no, no matter what. Oh, okay. I don't think he comes back no matter what, even if they win the series, but uh I'm going to just be super stupid and bold and say buck sweep the finals upon
0: it. Wow. We're going to monitor that though, but Bulls got next? Bulls up next? But appreciate oh, yeah. everybody tuning in this uh, episode. A lot of good content as always. YouTube, Twitter, Instagram popping off. Appreciate all of y'all. Another episode, episode 22. Thank
2: you. Peace. Global warming is a myth. Peace.